take your stupid tea. Mimi's in a great mood. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast. We're on episode nine right now, which is pretty crazy. And we're now in our third, technically, studio location, third apartment. So, uh, yeah, welcome to our lives. I'll get into the new apartment later. We'll talk about that. But we basically want to update you guys on what's been going on. We took a little weekend trip down to Queenstown. What'd you think overall? That's a podcast. <laughs> Maybe you just gave me the okay sign with your fingers. Obviously, she's a little out of practice with the podcast because we only, only have done nine of these. Um, Queenstown was unexpected. Unexpected. Yes. I didn't know like what type of vibe they would have there, but it was definitely like mountain ski town, like resort ski town. I don't know. I didn't know it was going to be so much like a ski resort, you yeah. know? Yeah. Which I isn't a bad thing. I just didn't expect that at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we were in our last apartment that you guys have seen, the small one with the red accents and everything. Look at me. I'm like an interior designer. Yeah, accents. Good job. A, a throw. It had yes, a red throw. I did. Good job. Um, yeah. But no, we were in that apartment and then we basically were going to move to this new place at Oriental Bay. So, babe. <laughs> I'm not comfortable. Maybe. My knee you doesn't need, fit. You need to chill. This entire podcast, we've been moving around. My knee doesn't fit. I wish you guys could see the setup with this. <laughs> Mimi's been awesome today. <laughs> okay, you, you set up? You good yes. to go? Yes. All right. Well, we were going to move into a new apartment in Oriental Bay, and this was the mom of Mike Hornsby. But, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, there's no Wi-Fi it there. It didn't have Wi-Fi. So, and I don't want to be like that bratty millennial who's like, no Wi-Fi? Are you kidding me? That's exactly what he did. He was like, are you kidding me? There's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, wow. Because I don't have any data on my phone. I'm on no cell phone plan down here. I just use Wi-Fi to even send a message on my phone. And then also, I mean, I upload a video almost two, three times a week. Instagram's almost every every single day, multiple times a day. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Um, but yeah, so that's... And so we basically was like, okay, you know what? Thank you so much for letting us have the ability to go to the apartment. We don't know if we're going to stay there, but we dropped off our stuff there. And then we basically just flew down to Queenstown and we're like, we'll deal with this later. <laughs> but um, it was it was kind of a hassle trying to figure out everything out. Because, you know, when all, all of a sudden when your plans change, you're like, no, now I need to get a new Airbnb. Wait, what? I'm supposed to be leading this podcast. No, this is a different podcast. You said that I'm leading the next. I said maybe the next podcast. You don't want to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Um, no, you, okay, go no, for it. No, I have to do it from the beginning. This is, it's, oh, okay. it's ruined already. Yeah. Um, but uh, when we were going down, I think right as soon as we closed the door and left the keys in the Airbnb and we we're leaving, we we're going downstairs to leave the apartment, I realized I left my Bose headphones in the apartment, locked up, charging. Um, so the trip was just off to a great start for me. It was. And then he got me extremely sick <laughs> the whole time we were at Queenstown. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I literally went through like hundreds of tissues. We had to go hiking, like do all this outdoor physical activity, and I was just sick <laughs> and it was cold. <sighs> yeah, yeah, Mimi wasn't in, her, it was in the best frame of mind. but uh, No, I love it. 
you, it's great. You, <laughs> but I was telling you the whole time that you need to learn how to snot rocket. All the soccer players, like no. every soccer player knows how to snot rocket. No. You're running around, you're tired, it's cold, and then you get that runny nose, plug one, turn, no. blow out, clear it, no. everything out, and then you're good to go. But Mimi's like, nope, I have class, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no. So she had to use all the tissues, like a barbarian. Yeah. Yeah, but one thing it also <laughs> like a barber. What did you think of the Wellington Airport though? Oh yeah, it was so weird. We like walked in with our suitcases like to check in, but we just went straight in and we were like at the gate, and we're like, wait, did we just cheat the system? Did we just like skip security? <laughs> there was no security. It was the weirdest thing. Everybody was just hanging out at their gates, like eating some food, and we just went and checked our bag in. They didn't check my ID. I don't even know if they checked yours. Nope, not my. <laughs> None. They just like here's your bag. Like okay, thanks and. That was it. We were in. Yeah. You literally checked in the bag. We could have been anybody. Yeah. I Seriously, I could have booked it for Mimi Duggar, and I could have taken Osama Bin Laden with me. Yeah. Like, this is my girlfriend, Mimi. <laughs> yeah, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> but that was, like, really strange. It was, like, because in America, it's so strict. Yeah, extremely. So strict. Like, you can't even... It's Well, it's annoying because at the, the airport in the San Diego, there's only a Starbucks on the outside of security. So if you want to get a yeah. coffee, you have to drink it like and just stand there before security before you can sit down. It's the stupidest thing. San Diego airport's nice, like it's small, but it sucks. It's so crowded, you can never find well, a seat. Everybody's starting to fly southwest. Yeah. Like it's just getting more and more crowded because yeah. southwest is only like four gates, yeah, five gates. It's terrible. Whatever. It's terrible. I love it. But um no, it was so weird walking through Wellington Airport and be like, okay, well, I never had to show my passport. Yeah, it was very bizarre. But I mean Probably nothing bad happens here because they haven't had to. They don't. They don't they have, have no crazy rules. people. They have no crazy people. <laughs> they don't, and they have no uh, predators. Yeah. No human predators. <laughs> we were walking through the forest on one of our hikes, and I was like really scared because it got really dark and there was no light anywhere. It was just total like dark forest, and I was like worried about bears or whatever. But in New Zealand, there's nothing that can. There's no bears, no harm cougars, yeah, nothing. I think the worst thing they have is a, a possum. Yeah, it's like a weird-looking possum. Can you overlay a picture of this possum Yeah, right I'll here? throw it up there. It's the weirdest thing <laughs> And ever. it's not opossum. It's possum. Yeah, it's spelled differently, and it's it looks... It looks like a weird... It looks like a cross between... It looks like, like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. What was the first thing, though, you noticed as soon as we landed in Queenstown? We talked about this a lot, but what did you notice as soon as we were there? We got to Queenstown. We got off the bus, and you... How much Patagonia there was? No, <laughs> um, yeah, it was quiet. It was really weirdly quiet, because in Wellington, it's so windy, and we had constantly have this, like, pounding in our ears. And then we landed at Queenstown, and we walked outside, and it was just, like, pure silence. You hear, like, the birds chirping, and we're like... So calm. Yeah, like, what's going on? Yeah, we both, you like, I was like noticing that too, but I didn't put it into words. Mm-hmm. But you were like, why is it it's so calm here? I'm like, it is. I was really relaxed. Yeah, I kept saying, like, this is a relaxing town, but I realized it's just because we're not in Wellington. We don't have that wind in our ears go. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I was really like, and I was like, wow, this is nice. I, I've been, especially for me, I've been in Wellington straight for five months. So that wind, I mean, this is a today, for example, it's a beautiful yeah, day today. No wind, but even there, there's still like a little bit of wind, like at your ears where you mm-hmm. can hear it. But when we landed in Queenstown, it was just dead silent, like a normal place in the world that yeah. doesn't have that much wind. But that was that was cool. Uh, the views in Queenstown were amazing. The mountains were awesome. But uh, we went down there, and we neither of us ski or snowboard. So, I snowboard. You don't. Uh, well, you don't like to do it. No, who said that? Oh, okay, putting it on for the podcast. I snowboard all the time. You talk about yeah. No, I um have a cabin in the snow, so we would, I would go snowboarding a lot, pretty frequently. But 
I don't like just being cold and uncomfortable. I'd rather be in the cabin warm with a jacuzzi. Yeah, me too. But I like snowboarding. I, I do if it's good conditions. Like, like if it's sunny. a sunny day. Yeah, if you go like spring skiing and it's nice. But he doesn't do any sports with the legs because they're too valuable. Well, it's just started when you're like 11. Like, because our club season, the main club season is in the winter in Oregon, it was. And so when you're in that club season, your coach goes, hey, don't go skiing or snowboarding because you don't want to get injured, you know, all that stuff. So, and then you don't go skiing or snowboarding. And then all of a sudden, after years and years of not doing that, now you don't want to go even more because now you're not good at it. And you've never done it, yeah. And then so it's this vicious cycle of I don't snowboard because I'm not good at it, but I'm not good at it because I never go snowboarding. It just like repeats and repeats. Yeah, but he won't go like ice skating or... It just freaks There's me out. nothing like, where he can hurt his legs. It's like, how much joy am I going to get out of ice skating around looking like a fool? Or like like going down a hill on my butt with a snowboard and hurting myself versus like the potential risk of it. It's just not, I don't know. I'll, I'll do that later. Sure. I'll do it later. But for me, I don't even really enjoy it. I hate being cold, so. Yeah. We'd rather even, go to the beach. Yeah, I'll go to the beach. So, <laughs> so that's like. I don't know. Queenstown was cool for us. I mean, I didn't know it was such a skiing and yeah, snowboarding spot. Yeah, it was kind of spot. funny because we're walking around and everybody had their, like, snowboard gear on. People are, like, wearing their bindings and they have, like, their skis thrown over their shoulder and, like, walking around. And then we're just kind of standing there like, what? <laughs> we didn't yeah. get the memo. You're going through security and they're like, oh, you're going to Queenstown. You're going to do some skiing and snowboarding? We're like, nope. I'm like, why would you assume that? Like, why would you just assume? But we basically went there just to see the sights, um, mm-hmm. to do a lot of hikes. Uh, to get out to do something new and then just to go to the Milford Sound, like just to see a different part of New Zealand because we've just been kind of around the Wellington area. Up, I mean, we've gone up to Napier and Havelock and like some stuff like that. I've been up to like Taupo, but I haven't been in the South Island at all. So just something new to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I completely was like, it's such a, it's like Aspen or Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Completely like that, but on the, on like a big lake, but it's beautiful. But, um, but yeah, if you don't ski and snowboard, I wouldn't really go to it. And I didn't want him to do anything dangerous. (laughs) It's kind of the only reason why people go to Queenstown is for the adrenaline. Yeah, it's like it's the adventure capital of the world. Because no, you're not doing this. Tons of bungee jumping, (laughs) skydiving, the jet boats. There's Mm -hmm. so much to do. But uh, I, if you went there, I would have for sure bungee jumped. But there's, you would have been so mad at me if I bungee jumped. Yeah, that would not. Because I've been skydiving before and it was awesome. I do think it's like it's a lot of money though for. 30 seconds of fun. Yeah, that's exactly what you say about cooking. Yeah, because <laughs> that's true too. You cook, you do so much cooking and prep work. You're chopping the vegetables. You're preparing too. it. You're doing all this stuff. You sit down and five seconds later, you finish your meal. You're done. You're like, okay, now you got to clean up and you spend 30 <laughs> minutes cleaning up. It's an hour long process for five minutes of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I would just... If I was, you know, if I was like a multimillionaire, I'd have a personal chef. That's what I'd have. I want a personal chef to cook me all my meals, clean cut up. Cut all the vegetables. Yeah, cut up all the vegetables. <laughs> the chicken's the worst to cut. I hate cutting the chicken. Your hands get cold. We need to buy the pre-cut chicken breast. I saw it at the store. Okay. Is that lazy? No. That's a Sheldon thing. Yeah, that's what <laughs> His we family buys like pre-cut fruit from Whole Foods. <laughs> my family, I don't think we've ever done that, ever. Yeah, I, I just know. thought it was the funniest thing. I like, open their fridge and they have like a container <laughs> of fresh cut mango, a container of fresh cut watermelon. I'm like, who buys fresh cut watermelon? We spend the extra dollar to have the convenience of not having <laughs> yeah, to cut up the fruit. Totally not like my family. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, that's, we can go on and on about the differences of our families. I love it. It's but so it's not like bad differences. It's just like funny differences. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, my family would want to buy cut up fruit. Most families, I guess, probably wouldn't want to no. do that. 
Um, we did uh, when we were in Queenstown. Speaking of food, we ate like the what they're famous for, which was the Ferg Burger. What did you think about the Ferg? You didn't have the real Ferg Burger. I had well, surprisingly, their menu was really big. I thought it was gonna be like an In and Out, where there's just like one burger, you know, cheese or regular burger, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was a huge menu, so I got a falafel burger. Had some Chipotle stuff on it. It was really good. It was huge. It yeah. took me like an hour to eat. <laughs> Giant. Uh-huh. Really heavy. Probably five pounds. But Five pounds? Yeah. I would say that that bag was about five pounds. With two burgers and fries, yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Fresh bun. I got a gluten-free bun, and I didn't even think it tasted like a gluten-free bun. Yeah. I forgot uh, about that. No, yeah, Fred Burger was good. It was just super busy. Yeah, it took so long. But, uh... I, the first, when I bit into it, I was like, oh, wow, it's, like, really fresh. Like, In-N-Out, even In-N-Out is, like, considered to be more of a healthy burger. It's not but it, healthy. It, In-N-Out still tastes, like... Greasy, like, like a, a burger. Like a commercialized, yeah. you know, burger. This felt like you had, yeah, it felt like you had it, like, a barbecue at your friend's house. Like, it's yeah. a really fresh bun, lettuce, like, the meat wasn't dripping in grease. Like, I was like, wow, this is, like, a, a burger that's not unhealthy. And, I mean, it's still beef, but... It was really good. I, I give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, and since we weren't snowboarding or skiing to pass the time, we just kept trying to find, like, a good coffee. And it was the weirdest thing because we kept Googling it. And we, went, we went on Yelp and a bunch of other websites. And the coffee that they recommended, like, there was one that was it was Joe's Garage. It was rated number one, like, 285 reviews, number one, 4.5 stars in all of Queenstown. And it tasted like warm milk. Like, yeah. I thought I had to open the lid because I thought that they forgot to put the coffee in. And that happened multiple times. Like, I've never, ever in my life thrown away a drink, like, thrown away a coffee. We both threw ours away. That was your first time ever throwing yeah. away coffee? Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. We're shaking hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we went... What other one was terrible? Oh, yeah, one day I spent, like, I, we bought, like, three different coffees because we got so frustrated. We're like, let's try it again. Like, we'll have better luck at this place. Yeah. We kept wasting money. And then at the end, I was like, okay, let's just try Starbucks because maybe their baristas know how to make coffee. I don't know. Because we tried everything else, and then that one was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think I threw that one That one was too. the worst. Yeah. But we've, we went to this one chocolate place, like, a Patagonia, Patagonia. Chocolates, and they had good coffee yeah they were like really famous there. i've been getting i've been turned into a coffee snob now yeah oh my god he, i went from two years ago not even two not years even ago like a, a year ago, ago. Yeah. a year ago i didn't drink coffee coffee yeah i was like coffee sucks i don't like it blah 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 and i would always want to go and just like hang out and chill and like you know you just go get coffee with someone and he would just sit there like just super butthurt because he didn't want to be there i just wanted to work i wanted yeah. to edit videos i wanted and to now, go train I wanted now to do every single day he like wants to go get coffee and he figured out how to make a really good kind of like latte, I guess. Kind yeah. of not so much flat white, but I guess like a uh, a flat white, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of nothing. It's but not uh, he's he's figured out how to use the French press because that's the only thing we have. We don't have an espresso machine here, but he figured out a way to froth the milk with the French press, which I didn't know was a thing. YouTube, it's crazy. You can find anything. How to, I literally googled how to make a flat white yeah, without an espresso machine. Yeah, it was so funny. I just hear him. He's like watching something on on his phone on YouTube, and then he comes in and he's like, "I'm gonna make a coffee," and he starts like pulling out all these utensils and tools and like measuring them. I'm like, since when have you known how to make a coffee ever? I've always known. Yeah, it's crazy though with YouTube. You can learn to do anything yeah with, with google YouTube. and youtube you could become a literally i built my entire business 
everything. Learning how to edit, how to build a website, how to make a program, how to set up an online shop, how to do After Effects editing, how to code, Mm -hmm. like everything. How to edit a photo, how to do all this stuff, how to use Photoshop, how to use Illustrator. Everything was YouTube tutorials. That end screen of my YouTube videos that you see every single time with it coming in, YouTube tutorials. How to do music and all this crazy effects. YouTube, everything has been YouTube tutorials. You can do anything with that. And it's just crazy to me. Like I literally hopped on, I was like, how to make coffee without an espresso machine. First one had like a million views, watched it. I'm like, now I know how to, two minutes later, now I know how to make a flat white without an espresso machine. Mm-hmm. That's like, I, it blows my, I feel like, I don't know, like for me, I love college, I love high school and all that stuff. Like I love those times and experiences of my life. But looking back, and I really think that's very crucial and important. If you want and you know you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, um, financial, something that you need that degree for and you need to be qualified for and actually learn the skills. But like, if you just wanna enter in the business world or you want to do something specific, I, I don't know, I feel like I've learned so much more by creating something and working on it and the YouTube tutorials even yeah. than all the years I spent in high, in high school or college. Like I learned like good stuff but not like... Well, it's more specific. Yeah. And I, I even for training, like I talk to my friends who are in the real world and have jobs. They go and they go for a six-month training program and they learn how to do the entire job in the, those six months. I'm like, do you think you could do that without your degree? Like do you... The degree is just like a, a thing that's like a status symbol. Yeah. Well... I mean, for me, I feel like with my degree, I feel like I more so learned, like, general skills, not so much, like, actual education. Like, I, you know, you learn time management. Yeah, you learn yeah. how to be organized. You learn how to get things finished. Like, you learn how to approach a problem. Like, it's not so much, like, they don't really, I don't think they honestly really care, like, what your GPA is, like, what yeah. percent you got on this test. It's just whether or not you can actually achieve something, like, finish it, do it. Yeah. Yeah, my, my teammates and stuff who have great jobs now, they said that the number one thing in interviews is that they balance the um, Division One college soccer with being a full-time student. And it was like their grades didn't matter, the class they took didn't matter, but just the fact that they had a above a 2.0 yeah. GPA and that they balanced the two and were successful in the two, that's what people like. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's real skills. But anyway, back to Queenstown. <laughs> We're off on a little tangent there. But um we to take up our time instead of skiing and snowboarding the entire time we did a lot of hikes was pretty much it mm-hmm. we hiked up um that tiki trail up to the gondola with the crazy views we did the queenstown hill hike i mean they were steep and hard but they were fun <laughs> what did you think of them great fun <laughs> <laughs> we had to stop every five feet for yeah, you to so blow your blow nose. My nose and then at the top i ran out of tissues and it was terrible the whole way down i was like every step it's just oh it's so annoying because like i love i love doing stuff outside and being active and everything and yeah i mean it's not like i was in pain i wasn't like in pain it was just it's so annoying when you can't breathe it is the most annoying thing take it for granted i know it's just like claustrophobic i know that's why i told you i was like i miss breathing (laughs) i totally took it for granted yeah no i'm not going to breathing's fun yeah this morning i woke up and i was like oh my god like i can breathe (laughs) I thought I was dreaming. Yeah. I think that's, I think also uh, sore throats. When you can finally swallow without, this is going to be weird. This is kind of sus. <laughs> when you could, <laughs> we're going to skip this topic. Uh, and then the last day, not the last day, but one of the last days we went to the Milford Sound. 
What did you think of that whole experience? I liked the bus ride. I would have been okay if it was just the bu- the bus ride. I thought that was worth it. Yeah. But it was a four-hour bus ride, like two-hour boat ride about, yeah. and then four hours back, and it was just beautiful. Oh, my God, I just sneeze. And yawn. <laughs> What's going on? You're snozzing right now. <laughs> I'm snozzing. I'm snotting. Um, but I just, I love driving through countrysides. Like, I'm from San Diego. I get excited when there's grass. Like, every time we've gone to, like, Germany, Europe, whatever... People are taking pictures of like the monuments and I'm over there. There's like a patch of grass. I'm like, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, really it's green. Weird. The I, word, I remember green. specifically on this one train ride, I think it was in England. It was in or, Germany. And I was trying to, I was napping. Like I was trying to go take a nap and we we're in the random countryside of Germany. It's just, it's just, I mean, it is rolling green hills. It's beautiful. But like, it's, Absolutely it's, beautiful. I've seen that in Portland all the time. And I'm like trying to take a nap and every five minutes she goes, Shelly, look, 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 look. <laughs> I'm like. And I'm thinking there's like something crazy outside. I'm saying, look at the green. I'm like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> I go back to bed. Yeah, well, you have such beautiful land in Oregon. It's just like. You're spoiled. Europe. But it's the same exact thing. I'm spoiled with the green and the landscapes and the trees and the beautiful hikes. The same way that you're spoiled with um, the weather and like the beach. Because we go to different beaches now. Or- yeah, but I still get excited. When I when I show you like a cool yeah I was excited about Queenstown. countryside you're like yeah whatever I yeah, see that all the time <laughs> but that I don't know it's not like in We're general just most people, people We're get just different people that's what I excited. like I think it's beautiful yeah and I think beaches and warm weather is beautiful <laughs> but I still think like Queenstown that was beautiful I was excited about Queenstown you know yeah but it wasn't like wow look how beautiful green hill right here it was like wow these mountains are sick well there was it wasn't really that green because it's winter. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are like sheep, like everybody has sheep here. I love it. He says that we have that in the U.S., but I've never even seen There's that. There's tons of sheep. Where is there sheep? Not I've a... never seen sheep. I've seen cows. California has a lot of cows. Well, California doesn't have many sheep, I guess. Uh, but with the Milford Sound for me, I, if it was just the boat ride, I would have been a little upset. Like the boat ride was sick and that area was really cool. And the cruise was cool. But I don't know. It was just like an hour through the sound, hour back, and I was it was like, just a lot of the same. Like I yeah. thought that it would kind of change and yeah. be different, but it was just like hill, hill, and hill, the like the hill. whole the whole you're on this big boat crowded with tons of like tourists, and like it's just overwhelming sometimes. Noxious. I hate when it's like so touristy and everybody's flipping like you know snapping pictures. Yeah. I like it more when it's more of a real experience. Like yeah, me too. That's why I don't know. That's why like when I went to Berlin, I went to the Berlin Wall. I like the with parts of the me. wall <laughs> with my family. I went to the parts of the I like the parts of the wall where it's like separate away from everything and it was just like wow, here's the actual wall. But then you go to like Checkpoint Charlie and it's like a fake soldier. It's like What's Checkpoint Charlie. It's where like it's a famous checkpoint that people would go through to go from the east well, to the see, west. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still on like 1941 in my book. This is just history. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that yet. I'm reading books about World War 1 and World War 2. But Checkpoint Charlie was a famous checkpoint to go through the wall. See, I didn't know that. And uh, you can go. But when I went to Checkpoint Charlie in Berlin, you just go and it's like, take a picture with this fake soldier. And it was like a line to take a picture with him. And it was like $10 for the picture. I was like, this is, this, I want like the real That's like, like um, where, what country were we in? Oh, Belgium? Were we in Brussels? We were, I think it was Brussels. I don't know. With the, with the little uh, statue of the peeing boy. Yeah, that's Brussels. In Brussels, like, one of the most famous things in Brussels to see is this, like, peeing 
statue, like yeah. this little boy angel thing, like peeing, and everybody wants to see it. And we both kind of thought it would be ridiculous. I think your dad told us. My dad's it was like, stupid. it's so stupid. Don't even go to it. Yeah, but we wanted to see it just because, like, we were there. And we get there, and there's like probably like 200 tourists gathered around. Like, this. it's in a tiny alleyway, and there's all these people gathered around, and there's this tiny statue, probably like the size of this microphone. Yeah. And it was just this little peeing fountain. And we're like, what the <laughs> heck? You t- I remember you took a photo of you just I was like, like I got to get next to the photo because I wanted to be like a really boring face next yeah, to it. Yeah, we should overlay that right here if you still have if it. If I still have it. But yeah, the, that, that was like the Milford Sound cruise to me. But the bus ride, I agree. The bus ride was really cool. Yeah, and I've heard that if you get your own way there, because with the bus we had to, you know, stay with the people. We couldn't really go off and do our own thing. But I have talked to people, people that have gone on like hikes and stuff, like at Milford Sound, which would be cool, but we like couldn't do, you know, we couldn't do yeah. anything like that. And yeah. there's like plane rides through it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the, I definitely like the bus ride. <laughs> but our driver, our driver talked. Dave. For, was his name Dave? Yeah, Dave. He talked for, it was a four hour, it was like four or five hour bus ride there. Yeah. And he talked the entire time without taking a breath. And the whole And it wasn't even yeah. like, it, it was like just so much of his family too. I mean, I liked it. He's a super cool guy, but mm-hmm. it was just like. Yeah, so me and my family, she made ravioli last night, and man, she's a good cook. But uh, my and son, the bagel. She and, made him a bagel. <laughs> the whole and I was time. like, and I was like, Dave, what are you talking about? Like, someone should have secretly turned his microphone off, and he just keep talking to himself <laughs> up front. But he did give. He was really knowledgeable. He had a lot of points. But like, I have a problem doing this podcast for forty minutes. I'm like, okay. Make sure we have enough content for this podcast. I don't I think could, you'll ever have to worry about that. Right? <laughs> but then he's for four hours there and back. That's yeah. crazy. One of the coolest experiences, I think, being in Queenstown and New Zealand in general, just because the idea of it is when we were on the way back, he finally let us watch a movie and we watched um, Hunt, Hunt, Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Very Kiwi which is, movie. Yeah, it's a super Kiwi like New Zealand movie that we really liked before we even came here. We yeah. watched it. And it's so funny. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's hilarious. And we were watching this on the bus ride, driving through the countryside of New Zealand. I was yeah. like, this is so cool. Like, whenever in my life am I going to be doing this, you know? Yeah. I don't it was, know. I, I it was cool. You were really in the Kiwi vibes. There. Yeah, I was like, wow. <clears throat> Kiwi overload here. Yeah. I watched that, that Kiwi movie before I actually knew I was going to come down to New Zealand. Yeah, we watched Because I remember you saw this song. There's like a birthday <clears throat> song. Yeah. It was like the. We should put that on here if we can. Such a funny song, though. But yeah, I saw that song on like a random clip. I'm like, oh, that's a catchy song. What movie is that from? And I'm like, oh, it's from this movie. And then I was like, that was really funny. I liked the humor, like that dry, sarcastic humor. Super dry humor. And then so I watched and I really liked it. And then coincidentally, a few weeks later, I was like, oh, I'm going to New Zealand. Yeah, but there's a lot of like inside jokes and like slang that you don't understand until you live here. Yeah, because we all we watched it this time on the bus, and I I understood more of it. Because you're understanding like the the slang, like the the, Maori people and everything. And like just like (laughs) there's like wheat. They talk about wheat bix. Wheat bix. Yeah, and the first time you watch it, it literally just it just yeah, sweet ass just goes over your head. Like the Wheat Bix, I don't even remember even hearing that. that. Yeah, But now when you're here and you know what Wheat Bix is, you're like, oh yeah, Wheat Bix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get your Wheat Bix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so overall, what was your, you ex, you had no expectations about Queenstown? No, because I didn't really Google it very much. And then um, you told me not to since I've already gone this long not knowing anything about it. So I could just be surprised. Mm-hmm. All I knew was that it was like a long water and there was a mountain that's all, honestly, that's all I knew. I didn't know anything. Yeah. I knew I, the city existed, like the name, but I didn't know anything about it. 
Yeah, I Googled and obviously did research how to fight, figure out where to put the Airbnb in a good location and all that stuff. But I, uh, I didn't really know that it was so much going to be like a skiing like resort town. Yeah. I had no idea. But I, I like that. I really like that vibe. It seems like a lot of Aussies there. A lot of Australians <laughs> like, yeah, coming over. But yeah, overall, I just thought it was a really cool place. Literally Aspen on a beautiful lake. So you can't, can't really go wrong there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we came back and moved into our new Airbnb. Yep. Which we're in now. And again, when we were leaving Queenstown to come to Wellington, mm-hmm. the airport of Queenstown was just as easy. I actually had to show my passport this time. Yeah, just you though. Mimi still didn't. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but then we came in and we basically went to Dai's place to get our bags because we kind of decided that when we were over at Queenstown that we weren't going to stay there and we were going to stay in this new place, mm-hmm. which is just as good. Yeah, it's nice. There's two bedrooms so we can put all of our clothes and all our stuff in that one. Yeah. Sleep in the other one. We have a full living room, a dining table we can actually work at, full kitchen. A desk. The peninsula. Yeah, it's really nice. Beautiful view yeah, of the harbor. Straight ocean. Straight into the Wellington. So nice. Yeah. You could hear the wind too, like howling through all the windows and everything. Yeah, that's it's really windy. nice. <laughs> the wind, the howling wind. It know, creeps me out. <laughs> yeah, maybe thought it was coyotes. <laughs> no, I said it sounded like coyotes. Oh, I thought it was coyotes. Was we, oh, shoot. Did you almost spill everything? Yeah. Okay, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, this place is perfect. So we're here for two more weeks. We're going to stay here, enjoy it here. And this was actually got a really good deal on this place. And it's right down the road of where we were going to stay. So Jim is like a mile down the bay. Beautiful walks on a nice day. We'll drive if it's a bad day. Parking spot. It's just a really good spot. Yeah, there's indoor parking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you go up the lift. Yeah, there's like a like an elevator for the car. It's my first time I've ever gone on like a, an elevator for the car like that. Like you have to push the button, you pull in, you turn off the engine, you brings you up to your floor, you mm-hmm. back out, and you park. It takes, I don't like it. It takes, it takes a long time. It takes so long. It adds an extra five minutes. And so she if you, said that. She was like, yeah, if you have anywhere to go, like make time to yeah. get out of the elevator. And, and like, it sucks because if you just want to go like right down here to grab a thing of milk, you're like, okay, that's going to be like 10 keys. Yeah, full, <laughs> so many keys to get in. But no, I'm really happy about this place. And then after the two weeks, not going to say where we're going to go yet after this because we want to give a surprise. But if you are our premium member of this podcast on Podbean, you will know where we're going after this trip. And please don't spoil it. Don't comment anywhere. I saw someone's like, hey, could, someone with a premium membership, can you tell me where they're going? Yeah, that's Yeah, cheating. so if you have a premium membership, don't tell anyone. I want to keep it a secret. I want to surprise you guys, but yeah. I'm really excited about and that. And then after that, we're going to fly home yep. to San Diego. LAX first in San Diego. Spent a couple days there. I was realizing that maybe a day isn't enough because we're, we're going to be really jet lagged going that way, going the other way. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Because coming here was just a, a red eye, but then going there. It's a red eye too. It is a red eye? Well, yeah, because we're going to leave at like 9 o'clock at night and we land at 1245 in the afternoon. Okay. On the same day. It's weird. Well, I was worried about you. I don't get jet lagged. So. Oh, I don't get jet lagged. <laughs> no, and even so, it's again just a red eye again. Okay. But it's going to be weird because we leave at 9 o'clock at night on like the Friday and then we land well, midday of the Friday. That's so weird. That's really we, trippy. We almost, we almost did the flight on his birthday. I was like, wait, you just want to get your birthday twice. Like that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> oh, weird. It's my birthday again. <laughs> yeah, no. That doesn't count. Yeah. So that I'm really excited for that trip. That would be cool. I'm just a good way to end the season, transition mm-hmm. back, and then basically 
um, the general plan after that is to kind of hop around to different USL teams. Hopefully, I mean, this is this is so up in the air. This is just something I'm trying to do, but go to different USL teams, um, try to get a little trial training session just for the end of the season, uh, train with them for a week or two, mm-hmm. just so the coaches can see me. I can get some more training, and then hopefully set myself up better for next year. And then after probably come October, maybe end of September, October, maybe earlier if no teams let me in. It's such a, you know, guessing game. You have no idea if I'm going to have five teams that are like, yeah, come train with us. We need extra bodies. Mm -hmm. Or if all the teams, you know, are like, no, we don't need any more people. We want to focus on the team. So I don't know. I'm putting, I'm sharing this with you, but don't like hold it accountable because this is how it really is. I mean, you just have to go and hope for the best. Yeah, just see what happens. And then, um, so whatever happens there, and then we're going to go into off season series, prepare for this next USL, hopefully season Maybe something else. Like I said, you never know. I could be over in India the next day playing somewhere. Mm-hmm. But that's just the general plan in my head. But, yeah, that's that's our life. And so, Mimi, what's your plan? Like, for the, in, the off, or in the off season, my off season, during the fall and winter? Um, well, right now I'm just going to go back to my house in San Diego. But I'm excited because my brother just got a house in Venice in L.A. Mm-hmm. that he wants me to help decorate. And then your sister got a house in Portland. She wants me to help decorate. So that's two fun projects I get to do. I don't know how long that's going to take or, you know, how much I actually get to do, but that's really exciting. So I'm going to be helping them for a little bit on my time off. And then once you're done bouncing around with teams, once you're actually in the off season, then it would be nice to get an Airbnb with you in San Diego. Yeah. Just so we're not at my parents' house. (laughs) Not that that's bad. Uh, Maya. Love you guys. (laughs) Maya. My thing too with I'm so I was like oh man like going down to New Zealand in the winter I was like okay I experienced the entire winter in the America and in the America in the America, in the America. experienced the whole winter in the in the states came down here experienced the entire winter in New Zealand and I'm gonna go back and experience all yes, the winter again three winters back but to if that. I am in San Diego it doesn't count it's really not a winter yeah. you can go to the beach in December so. We go on Christmas too, so. Yeah, which is I San Diego. Like I said, I've talked about I'm gonna live in San Diego. Like that's my favorite place in the world. Everywhere I've been, that's still. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite place in the world. I just love it. And hopefully you love it too. <laughs> I do. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It feels like home. Yeah. <laughs> but you even being here, like, and you've lived in Bristol. You lived in St. Louis for a little bit, and you've gone and traveled all over too. But you got it. Like San Diego is the best. It is. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't, never have to check the weather. <laughs> you never have to have different different wardrobe. It does get icy though in the mornings. Yeah, some mornings get a little icy. <laughs> I have to just put a jacket on when I go to the gym. Yeah. He doesn't believe me that there's ice on my window. Mimi came up to me and she's like, "Yeah, it's it's so icy in the morning." I'm like, "No, it's not. <laughs> I checked the weather. The low is 55. It's cold. It doesn't get icy at 55 degrees." <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. And then so I was like, okay, let me see it. So I came over there and I was down there. Like, see, look. And we hopped in your car in the morning. Ice. And it was just the morning dew on the windshield. And you turned on the windshield wiper and it wiped all the dew away. You're like, ooh, that was cold. That was, like, it's cold outside. My dad, <laughs> like in, in high school, he used to start my car in the morning to melt all the ice. And it was... <laughs> and make it warm oh. so that when I got in the car the, the steering wheel wouldn't be cold anymore you know yeah winter 50, stuff I mean I'm not gonna lie like 55 degrees isn't like warm in the morning but it's not icy it's icy <laughs> oh man the worst that was the worst too no it actually were... does get icy because my mom's sprinklers 
go onto my car and then it freezes. It doesn't like, freeze. It can't it freeze does. at 55 it degrees. Turned it, into a solid. What do you call that then? Or it happens at 32 degrees. No, no, no. <laughs> the physics are all different yeah, down there. No, 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 no. So that's the plan for off season. Um, but I don't want to be distracted too much because there's still two weeks left of season here. And if you guys have been following along with my Instagram or following on the team, I don't know if, how much you guys know. But basically, we're at a relegation battle with the, the last place team right now. We just got promoted up to this league. So the entire goal for the season was to not get relegated, stay in this league, survive that first season because it's, it's the hardest when you get promoted. And then just to go from there next season. So coming in just for a year, I knew I was just going to come in for one season. The whole goal for me is just to help this team not get relegated. Now... We have a game this weekend. If we win this game, we will secure our spot in this league for next year, in the top league, in the winter league for next year. So that would be amazing. And if we, and then if, if the other team, the last place team, loses this weekend or ties, then we again, and we lose this weekend as well, then I, still we have secured our spot. So as so long they're gonna lose and the other team's gonna win. Thanks, Mimi. I'm, I'm calling it. Right now. <laughs> uh, but then we still get one more chance because then they're done. We have one more game left. They don't have any more, and all we have to do is win that last game. So I'm a little nervous. So someone pray for him. God, yeah. But if this after this weekend, I could be completely stress free about relegation. You know, because it's I've been relegated before in Germany, and it sucked. It's the worst feeling in the world. Probably not, but it sucks. But um, death. But yeah. Relegation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so on our podcast Instagram, in the story, we asked for any questions that you guys have. And there were a couple good ones that we wanted to address. Yes. Who wears the pants? Mimi. Yes, 100%. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, there was, what was the good one on here that we really liked? Um, how does it feel to be the goats? Pretty good. Pretty good. Someone said, was it worth spending your whole life chasing the goal of becoming a pro? Yeah. And I would say that even if I didn't sign a pro contract. Because to me, I'm not in love. Like, that signing the pro contract, like, you saw me when I signed it. It was it's, the most anticlimactic thing ever. It's not like you sign it and every, you know, it's the biggest rush of success. It's His first one, we were, like, at my dining table. Yeah, he it was, was just, my first fully professional contract. Yeah, he just, contract. like, signed it and he, like, looked at me and I'm like, Okay. And then my dad's like, should we take a shot? <laughs> like, no one knew what to do. We're like, all right. And then we went to bed that night. I'm like, so you're a pro now. Like, congrats. Yeah. You're like, thanks. But it's just, I don't know. I mean, it, for me, I'm in love with the process. Like, I yeah. love training and the working. And if, I feel like if you aren't in love with the process, you're not going to be a pro. So, like, it's all, like, it was a, a very huge milestone. But to mm -hmm. me, as soon as I signed that, all I could think about was, okay, now I want to become a starter for Orange County. Now I need, this is where it yeah, begins. Yeah, like tomorrow we need to train, workout. To me, celebrating that was like, it was like a huge relief. Okay, I signed it. But that was, it was a relief. It wasn't like success. It was a relief. I did it. But now I just got a whole, I you know, I took off this huge weight off my shoulders. And as soon as I took it off and threw it down, a huge bag of like, now we need to perform at the pro level yeah. popped on my shoulders. And I'm like, so you, okay. So you like you just enjoyed the process. It's, yeah, I mean, and that's why even if I were never to sign that pro contract, or even right now, even if I never get back to the pro fully professional game again, it doesn't matter. Because I love, this is what I love to do, to train, to work out, to, to document the process. The way I see it is you either spend your life doing that or you spend it doing something else. So why would yeah. you want to do anything else and so if just, that's what you enjoy doing? So I 100%, 100%. 
I would do, if go back in my life, I'd do every single thing that I did the exact same thing the way I did it. For you, what about you? You dedicated your pretty much entire life to becoming an interior designer and then well, you quit. <laughs> I didn't really. It was just like the last like year because I didn't realize it. Yeah. I, could, I wish I would have dedicated my whole life to it. But even though you were with your dad, you were working on cabinets, you were doing well, yeah, but it was design. it was indirect. Like, I, and I don't think you need just to have one goal. Like, it's not a waste of time. Like, someone emailed you and said, like, I don't know if I should go to college, like, go to Ivy League, whatever, or pursue professional contract. And it's like you don't have to choose between school, getting an education, and yeah. this, whatever it is. Like, you can do everything. Your life is so long. You can go to school at any age. Yeah, you can become whatever you want. Like, it's not. I don't see it as a waste of time. Like, try to pursue something. If it doesn't work, then do something else. Like, But having said that, too, if it doesn't work, you don't just stop. You know, so many people will be like, okay, now I want to try to become this. You know, I want to try to become like a well, body. Yeah, no, I know. But and I, after six months, they stop. They stop when, they're, when they go take six inches forward. And it's like you just begun. Yeah, well, I know. But I'm, I'm looking at more perspective of, like, kids who are really stressed out about like choosing what to do with their life you know like there's probably a lot of kids watching this trying to figure out like should i go pro should i get my education should i become an accountant like it's a huge decision and i feel like at that time at the point in your life when you're choosing you feel like like that's it like that's a choice you're going to make and your whole life is going to be decided because of that one choice Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of pressure and i don't think that that's like an accurate way to look at it yeah i was planning on going i mean yeah i do think you can switch but i also still think that so many people switch so often they never actually pursue or put effort into something. Well, yeah, because you said too, because I was talking about someone close to me who was like trying to figure out what they wanted to do. And you just said like, it doesn't even matter what it is. Just pursue it with like your full heart, your full effort. Give yeah. it 100%. And then if that doesn't work, then move on. Yeah. You know, but don't just like half-ass a bunch of different things. Not even if it doesn't work, if you don't like it. Yeah, if like you don't like it. Because it's not a waste. Like you and just... It's also hard too because you feel like, oh yeah, well I don't like it because I'm not successful. It's like, I didn't like making YouTube videos to put it out to 30 people for the first nine months I did it. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't in love with working nine hours a day doing all this stuff on YouTube and Instagram for Become Elite when I was making for that first year $1,500 the entire year. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't fun to me. I liked doing it, but it wasn't like, oh, this is great, you know? And I feel like so many people would stop right there, right before it actually takes off. And so well, that's, that's why there aren't you know as yeah. many pros but like, that's, that's also i mean that's why like it was so it was, i was successful with weightlifting and i was successful with training in soccer because i just never stopped i started and i just never stopped doing it mm-hmm. okay let's do another one. Oh yeah i really like this one so if you could have any other job that isn't related to the one you have now what would it be i love that does question. personal training like with uh I feel like that's related. That's related to my yeah. sport. Uh, then I would say I would be just going to the financial world. Like I would for sure, I love like the stock market. I love the finances. I love trying to build up like your personal pro- for, for, uh, portfolio of like <laughs> stocks and bonds and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so I for sure go financial route. And I mean, my dad's big on that. My brother's doing that. That's um, a big passion of mine as well. But it, for, to me, like I, I don't know, my brother's the type of person who would love to sit in front of a computer watching all that stuff all the time. I could do that for an hour a day, but I can't make that my life. But I do think, you know, sometimes you you can't always make your passion your life. Yeah. And so if I was at that situation where I couldn't do soccer at all, couldn't do you know personal training, uh, weightlifting, any of that stuff, I would transition over to the financial world and probably enter in that, which is probably 
this channel wouldn't be as entertaining, probably. Maybe it would. I don't know. Maybe just a different niche. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you? Um, well, that's interesting because that's what I got my degree in. Yeah. And I could see myself doing it, but I honestly don't think I'd be that happy. So probably not that. Um, does does cre- like other creative jobs, does that count? Not if it's designing. Like even if it's like clothes or graphic design or something. Yeah, I, I, I would say just as long as it's not designing, like, furniture. like Yeah, one like thing that. that I really enjoy doing, which is kind of related to what I'm doing now, but it's, like, branding and advertising and marketing, like, for different companies. Like, I love helping to create, like, an identity yeah. for someone or something. or some. It could be a product or a company. Like, I just love that. And I feel like that's, like, a new a – kind of, like, a relatively new industry now because, like, some companies will go and pay – some person, some professional to design their logo, design their colors, design their website, design their business cards, like what their store is going to look like, everything. Yeah. It's like they're like it's like a whole brand identity and yeah. I think that I would really enjoy doing that. Yeah, I could see you doing that. But it, I don't even know what you would call that cuz that's kind of like a newish thing. Like I'm seeing that pop up a lot on on Pinterest. There's like different companies and it's so cool cuz they design like it's not just graphic design. It's, it's your like, whole aesthetic. Yeah, it's like they create the aesthetic for the company because a lot of companies don't have that mind you know yeah yeah i don't know let's do one more question don't end it oh this is a good one Ooh, i love Ooh, this one all right i have I'm to say sorry. a name because it's a good one can i okay. give him a name sure oh god chazahimovic okay chazahimovic <laughs> <laughs> um if you were to write a... he's just like my name's chaz hamilton <laughs> <laughs> if you were to write a book about your life what would the title be it's, I don't know, it'd be kind of cliche, but it'd be... They said, what would you write in it, but, and what's the title? But I think the title part's the cool question. I'd write Becoming Elite. That's what my title would be. So you think you've made it to Elite? No. Becoming Elite. It's the journey. That's boring, though. That's why I said that. I was like, ah, it's not a great Okay, besides answer. Become Elite. I don't know, what would you title your book? I don't know, that's not my turn yet. I'd probably title it, it, it would have to do something along the lines of, um... Maybe like, I really like the word strive. He does like that word. Strive, and strive literally means to be put, to put in a dedicated effort to achieve or accomplish a goal. Like that's we were like, going to call a podcast that. Yeah, that, I, I wanted to call a podcast that, strive. But that was like, that's probably what my title of my book would be, just strive. Because like that's been the story of my life from when striving to build a muscular and physique that doesn't look like I was a tiny twig. Like I didn't want that body, so it was like, I started, I was like, my goal is to be bigger. And I just strove. I just strived. Strove. I strove. <laughs> what I strived. is the past tense of strive? Strived. With strived. a D at the end. But okay. then like anywhere from soccer, weightlifting, yeah. become elite, YouTube, all that stuff. Strive. You have to answer it. Um, shoot. That's really hard. I really want to call something. Like it's not really that big of a deal. But because Mimi Estelle, the initials are me. M-E. So you're gonna tell the book me. I'm just, no, I want that to be in I want that to be in the title, like a phrase, but the me will be like an you know, like a what is it called? Not abbreviation. Um That's abbreviation. No, like M dot E, you know. Yeah, it's abbreviation. That's abbreviation? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Like N C W A. Yeah. That's abbreviation. Okay. Well yeah, like that. Yeah. But I don't know what like the phrase would be. Okay. All about me. <laughs> <laughs> me. 
add another me on the end of it. So it'll me. be an, it'll be have multiple meanings. Like me, me. Yeah. But people will read that all about meme. <laughs> <laughs> no. What about that judge? You seen the judge in the court when they're like, uh, and you p- posted on Instagram a meme. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's stupid. You don't... In my in my high school, that was like when memes first were invented. And this guy at my school... Do you feel old now saying that? Yeah. But this <laughs> you guy... You were around when memes were invented. This guy that was in like our graphic... I need graphic to get a new girlfriend. De- no. This guy <laughs> that was in like the graphic design or journalism class or something, like made... He like photoshopped and made a meme out of like me. Like he took a picture of me and wrote the original meme on it. <laughs> And that's, that's what, so that's what everybody would say, like, when I was at school and stuff. I'm like, stop The it. original meme? Yeah. Because, like, people would call me meme before memes were, like, existed, you know? Yeah, I see. That's pretty clever. Yeah. So I was a meme. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Oh, that, that face that you just did. <laughs> All right, Wait, well, what would I call my book? I don't know. You just gave it. Something I know me. what would be in my book, because that's what he's asking. The mine, story about your life? No, mine would be a coffee table book. It would just be pictures of designs. No, but this is a book about yourself. No, he said, what would the book be about? Oh, it has to be about your life? <laughs> oh, it have words in it. Mine would be called Becoming Me. Well, that's all the time we have for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good spot, <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to this Against All Odds podcast. Maybe this might be a longer one. Maybe we pushed up to the hour-long mark. Probably not. But you thank you. Edit out all your mistakes. Yeah, so. my mistakes. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for listening. If you're listening on podcast, hopefully or Podbean or wherever you listen to, hopefully after this one we can get all these up on iTunes now because now we have five free episodes posted, mm-hmm. so we can get on iTunes and Spotify. But again, don't don't hold us accountable to that. We never know. There's so many hiccups that go along with these things you don't even understand. Literally. <laughs> Mimi's had the hiccups. That's why she's saying that. Uh, but it won't go away. <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. This is the Against All Odds podcast with Matt Sheldon, the coolest guy in the entire room right now. And <laughs> we cover it. And Mimi. All right. See you guys later. That's how you end it, and Mimi. Oh, just Mimi. The second and Mimi, the second coolest person in this room right now. Nice. Second person. Second place. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. High five me. No. This has been the two coolest people in the room, Matt and Mimi, in that order. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.